Welcome back to the Coins and Connections podcast, where we explore all things books, business, and bullshit. My favorite bees. I'm your host, the fairy coin mother, Cinquanta Cox-Smith of www.cinquantacoxsmith.com. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to season five, episode three of the Coins and Connections podcast. Today I am joined with a special guest. We have Tionda Wins, who is the founder of Work Hard, Praise Hard Fitness, which began when three friends desired a different type of cardio dance fitness. What started out as a lunch hour workout grew to a fitness ministry that included classes, boot camps, and monthly fitness challenges. The 2020 pandemic pushed Tionda to start a YouTube channel in order to continue her weekly classes for her participants. Now a 501c3 organization, Work Hard, Praise Hard, will put on fitness and nutrition workshops post the pandemic with the goal of spreading the love of God through fitness and music across the nation. Welcome, Tionda, to the podcast. How are you? I am great. Doing great. Feeling great. Yes, I'm excited to have you on. I know we've been talking about this for a little while, and it is extra special because we are family. I'm just excited to have one of my family members on. I've been on the podcast with my sister, and my parents have made appearances as well. It's always good when I can open my platform up to share with my family members as well. But over here on the podcast, what we normally do is a rapid-fire question. I ask you a few questions, and then you just answer whatever comes to your mind first. It's time for our rapid-fire questions of the day. All right. The first question is, what's the most important thing to remember daily that you haven't been able to? To not procrastinate. Okay. (laughs) That's a big one. (laughs) I think we all do that. (laughs) Like every day I'm like, stop, don't do that. Don't, don't yeah. not, don't put it off. Yeah. yeah. The second question is, what help could you most use that you haven't asked for? Let's see. Oh, help probably to choreograph my routines. I've never okay. asked that. Yeah. Sometimes so I do and I just it. end up, yeah, I just end up handling it. But yeah, <laughs> I, I would like to have help sometimes. Yeah, but you're really good at it. That might be something too. And then I think the things that we're normally good at, it's hard for us to hand over someone else that could be a part of it as well the next question is what is your one piece of advice to everyone listening to just keep moving because movement is medicine if you don't know my story I was injured and just the fact that I was fit I think I know it's helping me heal faster so just keep moving no matter matter whether you want to do it or not keep moving because you never know what's going to be handed to you yeah, and, and we're definitely recover. Yeah. Yeah. We're definitely gonna get into your story a little bit later, but I'm so glad that you said that because moving helps with the healing and I have my own issues, but I think you're an inspiration. Your videos are really high, high beat, high upbeat and motivating as well. I can't wait to jump into the interview to share more about your ministry and the things that you are doing. My very last question is, what was the last thing you fell in love with? This actually was the last thing I fell in love with, just the love of fitness and teaching my classes to people because I just hadn't had that in a while. Before that, it was invitations. I used to do that. But now this is really my new love. This is the last thing I fell in love with. I love it. 
we're going to go ahead and get into our interview. And I love asking this question. It's how did you come up with your business name? My business name came about because I wanted something that was like a play on something else. Previously, I had helped my ex-boyfriend come up with his name and his name for his fitness thing. He did boot camps. It was all work, no play. Uh-huh. I was like, well, I want something a little catchy. And then yeah. everybody knows work hard, play hard. <laughs> yeah. And then people use work hard, pray hard. But people don't mm-hmm. use work hard, it's hard. So I was like, yeah, yeah I'm going to use work hard, praise. I searched it, see if it was in use. It wasn't really in use. I said, I'm going to go with that. Um, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I wanted something that you could abbreviate, but I just couldn't come up with anything that I can use acronyms. So I was like, oh, I think it really right. fits. It really fits because oh, that, that's like definitely what you're doing because those workouts are hard, but the praise <laughs> is even harder. <laughs> Tell me about your business and like, when did you start? What year did you start? And I know you said it was like an idea between friends, but have you always been into staying in shape or in fitness and things like that? No. I've always wanted to just work out because we gain weight as we yeah. get older. But when I met my ex, he was doing boot camps. That really brought me into working out regularly. Once I started helping him on the business side of just him setting up his business and just helping him just do a plan and plan his workouts out, I just became more in love with fitness that way. And after we yeah. split, I just continued working out and came upon where me and my friends wanted to do something. And I just offered to start choreographing these classes for us since we couldn't find really a Zumba class that we liked. I was like, well, just give me some music. Yeah. I'll do some moves and we'll just do this on our lunch hour. And that's really so how like, it started. What year was this? How long ago? Oh, this was 2015. Okay. Oh, that's good. <laughs> this was wow. a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. really good. Can you tell me how you've had to pivot your business? Because I know, like you said, you've been doing a lot of in-person workout classes and boot camps, and then the whole world is shut down. We can't hang out with our friends. We can't do this and that. So how have you been able to work through that with the COVID restrictions? Well, I was doing two classes a week, actually three, Tuesday, Thursday, Mm -hmm. and Saturday mornings in person in my city, Columbia, South Carolina. When the pandemic hit, we had to stop doing live classes. And I think I had about a couple of weeks off and I was happy. I was like, oh, I get to just (laughs) chill out, eat. (laughs) I was like, wow, I can just relax. And then because I'm partnered with another nonprofit all about fitness. And he was like, oh, no, we're going to we're going to start doing virtual classes." I was like, "Okay." I had to just I've always wanted to create a YouTube channel. And I was, of course, procrastinating on that. Mm -hmm. This kind of just really made me, okay. I got to start this channel now because Facebook was giving me warnings about the music. Oh, yeah, I remember. That wasn't, yeah, that wasn't always working out. I had to find a way to do the workouts live without having the interruptions yep. of the music, and that was YouTube. I had to yeah. start my YouTube channel. So would you also say that was one of the most challenging things in your business, like finding the workaround around the music that you use, the restrictions and things like that? No, because Facebook wouldn't. You, I did do the whole workout. It's just really you couldn't do a replay of it. So people were able to do it live, you just couldn't do it a replay. It wasn't really a bad workaround. The challenge with pivoting, it was just really finding a way to work around YouTube's kind of restrictions with under a thousand subscribers. I couldn't use my phone. So I had to find an app that I was able to use that and just do, just making my setup look the way I want it to look. Lighting Mm -hmm. and all that came later in the beginning. It's just, you just go live and you just see what happens, but just (laughs) started with what you had. Yep. Started what (laughs) I had. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. While we're on the subject of YouTube, what do you remember about your first YouTube video? Because I know that is the hardest thing to do to put that first video up. And like you said, we probably procrastinate 
about it for months before we even press upload. Like we can have all the content, but mm-hmm. nerves and just talking ourselves out of it can stop us. So what do you remember about that very first video? My very first video was a 20 minute recorded video. Mm-hmm. And that video took so long to upload because I didn't know <laughs> that it takes that long. So that's what I remember. Yeah. Like, oh my goodness, it took so long to upload to mm-hmm. YouTube. And I was just like, I want to put it out on Sunday. And it was, yeah. And it just took the majority of the day to even upload because, of course, I waited till like the afternoon. So it was yeah. like this thing. So it was just the uploading process. Like, oh mm-hmm. my goodness. So how, long. Yeah. How did you feel about having your very first comment? And oh, I brought my audience over, or is this someone new? I know it's always exciting to look at the analytics and see that you have people watching from all over the world and just different time zone, because I'm always still, oh, wow, you're watching me. So mm-hmm. how did that make you feel? Oh, it made me feel so good, because actually my first video, I think within a couple of days from that video, a pastor reached out for me from another church and wanted me to create a video for oh. his church. Actually, that first video, I was like, I'm literally, this <laughs> might have been the next day. Hey, I saw your video on YouTube, and I was like, my video, yes. my little one video that took me forever to upload. And yeah, and he reached out to me and wanted me to make a, a video for his church. That was actually my first experience with my first video. Like, it actually brought me some business with that. Yeah, that's a good testimony, too. Just do it. And sometimes we have to put things out with no expectations. And then that's when the good karma comes back because you did it with a good heart and you you were open to whatever you received. So definitely uh, a good story to share. My next question is, do you currently have a favorite quote or scripture? My favorite scripture is Hebrews 10, 35. It talks about having confidence to keep having confidence so you can endure the things to come. It's just like having a testimony of don't back down from whatever comes your way because you're going to need that confidence just to endure the things to come in the future. Yeah, I love that. So right now, I am trying to get back into my fitness. I normally always check like my A1C. And like recently, my doctor told me it was a little high. So she wanted to start me on medication. So Mm -hmm. like, I've already been working out doing my walking and and doing detox teas and stuff like that. But is there any resources that you can share that has helped you on your fitness journey that could possibly help me or someone else who's, who's listening? Resources to read regarding nutrition or resources? Uh, to- fitness, nutrition, anything. anything. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just anything that you have to share. I want you to take us back to when you first started because it's hard. We always say, oh, mm-hmm. I'm going to work out tomorrow. What kept you motivated? What was a resource or, or some source of scrimp that mm-hmm. kept you consistent because that's my hardest thing that to stay consistent yeah. yeah consistency the only thing that keeps me consistent is having an accountability partner so do you have somebody mm, that he be acting out he be acting up to lord I'll, I'll be trying to tell him let's go walking and then he got this gym membership and we only been once oh, <laughs> so now i'm gonna have to get on him about like you spending money and we ain't using the benefits so i'm gonna need mm-hmm. you to get with it <laughs> yeah consistency that my best thing for consistency is just having a, an, an accountability partner yeah anytime I've had somebody that's really with me daily or whatever to work mm-hmm. out that has helped me stay consistent because yes I'm bad about doing it too I'm like I don't yeah. want to work out today but anytime okay. I've had a partner to go with me that helps with consistency now consistency with nutrition I'm a person that needs accountability with that too so the only time I've, <laughs> I've really ever lost weight was when I did Weight Watchers because I had to weigh in and I didn't want that lady to see that I lost weight <laughs> <laughs> so I would really like I'm doing what I need to do because I wanted to like show that okay, I yeah. did this I can do this so 
that's the only time I really ever lost consistent weight over months, period of months, okay. is when I went, I did Weight Watchers. All right, so, so I'm accountability. Need a accountability partner, somebody who gonna push me or check in and be like, hey girl, did you get your butt up today? Did, did you walk? Did you run? So I think I can handle the eating part because I love my fruits and veggies. Oh, like okay. I, well, I love, I'll eat, I could eat a whole plate of vegetables. I think it's the soda and oh. some of the, the pasta and rice mm. yes. <laughs> that I gotta, I gotta lay off. Still currently working as a full-time employee and what profession other than the one that you have right now would you possibly attempt if you didn't have to go to any schooling, like what would you be other than your profession right now? Right now I'm an accountant and I do work mm-hmm. from home. So that's good. And if I didn't want to be an accountant, what would I do? What other professional yes. job would I do? Yes. What would I do? Professionally? Child, I never even <laughs> thought about it. Cause myself, I've always just wanted to be something creative. Yeah. So I know I do want to just own my own business. I need mm-hmm. invitations. I do the fitness. But I just don't even, I don't really know. I do want yeah. to be a personal trainer, so that, I do want to get that's, my personal that's trainer certification. Yeah. So, yeah. So, maybe yeah. be a personal trainer. That's my goal in the future to do that, okay. get certified for that. Okay. So, now that we talked about certifications, mm-hmm. <laughs> did you need any type of certification to conduct the fitness classes when you first started or even now? Need? No. Need? No. <laughs> Because people are out there just doing, you know, yeah. what they want to do. But no, I am getting my uh, group fitness instructor certification. I do need that in order to work with my nonprofit. Now, okay. I have done classes, and as long as I'm under someone that's already certified, then that's fine. Okay. Anytime I teach in person, it's because I'm really under the umbrella of another instructor. And oh, that's, that's fine. That's good information so, yeah. to know. Yeah, yeah, that's really good information because to know. Once you're certified, you need to have liability insurance. So since mm. I'm under that person, they have liability insurance. And so I'm covered under that. But with okay. the YouTube, no, you don't need it. <laughs> but it's yes. good to have all that stuff in your description about you ain't liable for whatever. Yes, that disclaimer, because yeah. people but. will. <laughs> They'll be like, but you said. <laughs> exactly. So I get it. Tell me one misconception that you think people believe about fitness instructors. That they eat and work out all the time and that we work out all the time. I do not eat good all the time and I definitely don't work out all the time. (laughs) And that we like it and we want to do it like, no, we have our days where we don't want to either. And I'm definitely not a good person that don't eat how I eat. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I feel like that's a common thing that I've noticed. People like, okay, I'm going to get back on track. I'm like, yeah, I had a cheat meal and then my cheat meal lasted three days. And then, <laughs> so I think we all fall off the wagon. And But I think it's what you do to pick yourself back up and exactly. continue on the straight and narrow path. What advice would you give someone who is just starting in the fitness industry? Maybe like someone who wants to hold classes in an outside setting or try to do something virtual like you're doing right now. Just to make sure that you're ready to do it. Because once you start, you need to be consistent. You need to mm-hmm. carry it out because once you start and people start coming, they're going to um, want to keep, <laughs> they're going to expect you to be there. Yeah. So make sure that is really what you want to do. Make that you love, make sure that you love doing it because once you start, hey, like you're traveling down this road, people are going to be counting on you. Just make sure yeah. it's your passion because you have to be consistent with it. I love that. And that's, and that is just for about for anything. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. You have to show up when you don't even want to show up. And I think mm-hmm. that's 
a big reason why I bulk upload a lot of stuff because mm. when I'm in the mood, I'll just record because I know there's going to be a day when I'm just like, I don't even want to touch a computer or camera or anything. Mm -hmm. And then it's good because I have, you know, the content ready. So that's definitely some good advice. Explore that niche. Explore that niche. Today, the niche is nurse. If you were to go to Google and you would type in types of nurse, there are at least, I don't know, 20 different types of nurses. There are registered nurse, cardiac nurse, clinical nurse specialist, critical care nurse, and ER nurse. We're going to go ahead and take a look at ER nurse. A really good quote that you can use for ER nurse is something like, I've seen it all. And then you can put up the word ER nurse or I'm always on call, ER nurse. Like you can find something or you can talk to someone who is an ER nurse and figure out some of the quotes or funny sayings that they have in that ER nurse community. And there you have your niche for this episode. So how has life changed since you have been injured? And I will leave the floor open to you to whether you want to fully discuss what happened or you can just gloss over it but <laughs> it is yes i'm master glossing over it yes it is up to yeah. you to share your story but how has the injury or the i don't know if you want to call it a tragedy has impacted your life definitely has impacted my life what happened was i was sitting on my bed a gunshot came through my window it went through my left hand and into my right thigh so my left hand is out of commission right now. My right leg has recovered a lot. So I mm -hmm. am walking independently. At first, I couldn't walk. I had to walk with a walker. And just recently, in the past couple of weeks now, I am walking without the walker. I just have a little limp. So I've been through one, two, three, four surgeries, four surgeries, I believe. So I'm done with my surgeries. That's but my good. life has changed just because just everything had to stop. It happened the week that I was supposed to start back doing my live workout. I had to put out something like, okay, live workouts are postponed. As far as, well, working from home hasn't really changed. I take off work and on, but since I was working from home, that hasn't really changed. I can't drive right now, mm -hmm. so that's changed. I'm living with my parents now because I need help, so that's a big change. Like, it's it's been a, yeah, it's been a lot of changes, but I roll with the punches. Listen, I'm alive, so yes, whatever amen the devil wants to me, I am ready to rock and throw it back at him and tell him, listen, you can't hold me down. Yeah. I'm going to make good out of everything, anything you give me. I love that. And I'm glad that you are still here with us to tell the story of how you overcome and how you are knocking down barriers and getting back on your feet. And in no time, you will be back on our YouTube screens like nothing ever happened. And that is definitely a story that you have that mm -hmm. has definitely inspired a lot of people. And I'm excited because you reached over 20K subscribers yeah. on your YouTube channel just by, again, being transparent and authentic to who you are and just sharing your love of the ministry and fitness. So how do you feel like? Is it overwhelming? Um, <laughs> like a big responsibility now? <laughs> um, definitely, yeah. I'm definitely in my comment section a whole lot more than I used to yeah. be because the comments <laughs> come in a whole lot more. So, and I want to respond to all of them. Mm -hmm. I'm either just saying thank you or even if I'm just saying thank you, I respond to all the yeah. comments. So I'm in the comments a lot. That is a big change. And just seeing just more response back. 
because before mm-hmm. I would get responses back from my regulars, but seeing people from all over the world, like you said earlier, just telling you how they enjoy the workout or just saying they're praying for me. That's just been something that I'm just like, wow, there yeah. are people out there that really, they just care about you. They know your story. They care about you. They care about what you do. They love what you do. And they are, they don't mind sharing it with you and with the world yeah. and how they feel. So yeah, it's, it's been an experience. Yeah. And I love how you've been taking your audience on the journey with you, like doing your check-ins and telling them how things have been going. That has definitely been a great source of, you know, information for anyone who else may be like in recovery from an injury. I myself, I've shared with you, I'm in physical therapy as well. So I understand I had it this morning. It was rough. And I was just like, girl, I'm gonna have to go. It gets tough. (laughs) A lot of breathing hard and a lot of hard work, but it does help. And obviously you have been doing better. So that is a testament. Like if you've been through any injury and if your insurance allows it or whatever, please get some physical therapy because it definitely helps. And it just changed the way your body moves because they really focus on the parts of the body where the injury is and builds up the strength for you to be able to continue going on in your life. So mm-hmm. I really love that. And after this episode airs, you've shared so much with us. You've talked about how you got into the fitness industry. Like what is one thing you really want people to know about you after listening to this episode? That I truly have a passion for fitness and for being fit. And my experience has definitely showed me that even if I was just doing it for fun, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> now I'm doing it to live. Yes. <laughs> so yes. it's like, just come along with me on this journey. Get fit. Let's have fun. And let's um, show God faith in the process. This is another big question for us to end our interview. And in your opinion, What's the most common reason uh, that people, common reason for people failing are giving up? The most common reason is because they do too much too quick Ooh. in the beginning. So Ooh. it's just, you try to <laughs> stack all these things. Okay, it's Monday and I'm going to do an hour every day and I'm not going to take yeah. a break. It's going to be 30 days straight of blah, blah, blah. Or, I'm, or they restrict their diet so much. I'm going to eat no meat, no this, no, this is so many no's to where your body goes to withdrawal and then you have these cravings. So then you end mm-hmm. up binging. So it's yeah. just most of the time it's either, yeah, they just put too much on their plate that they want to do. And a lot of times in my challenge group, I tell them, listen, sustainable goals. So yeah. small goals, <laughs> just walk 10 minutes today, just to walk 10 minutes every day. That's, yeah. that's something you can possibly do. And you might not give up on that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just no sodas. <laughs> That's oh, just Lord. one thing. <laughs> no sodas. Like, that's, I'm not saying no for the rest of your life. Just, okay, let's try and just no sodas this week. So just attainable goals. Yeah, they just put too much pressure on themselves to do so many things at once. This segment is called Q Money Bag Thought of the Week. Going to get into the Q Money Bag Thought of the Week, and you do have a nonprofit. I don't have any experience with that, but I want to know what are some of the benefits of having a nonprofit. I'm still learning, okay. <laughs> but um, some of the benefits <laughs> is that since you are giving your passion, it's really for the community. Yeah. So that means it opens up for people to give you donations, and they can get a tax deduction for that and just the fact that you're a nonprofit, a lot of people are more willing to give things donate things and you're able to do more for the community 
So -hmm. that's one big thing because it's not about making money. It's just more about helping people, which are not. So it's all about that. Do you have anything like plan once you're able to get back out there, Mm -hmm. maybe host something uh, with your charity? Yeah, I want to go to different cities and put on a live workout and a nutrition workshop. So as the pandemic, we're going to see. But yeah, I want to travel to different cities. I'll be hitting up these people in my comments like, (laughs) you were in this city. Like, you think you can help me find a location? But yeah, I want to travel and put on a live workout just like these other big name fitness people do. I want to do that too. So put on a live workout, talk about nutrition and just meet people. That's what I want to do. Talk about spreading the gospel. Okay. I love that. We are at the end of our interview and Tianda has been a pleasure to speak with you today, but I would love for you to share with my audience, like where can they find you out here in these internet streets, share your website, social media, how they can donate to your charity as well. So my website is workhardphrasehard.com and that actually is a landing page for all of my other things. So you can get to my affirmation cards there. You can get to my Facebook, my Instagram, my Facebook group there as well. But if you're on Facebook, it's work hard, praise hard, Instagram as well. Twitter is work hard, praise. And I think that is, if you want to donate to my nonprofit, it is cash app, work hard, praise hard and work hard, praise hard at Gmail for PayPal. So you can do that as well. But yes, I did want to talk about my affirmation cards. Yes, go ahead. (laughs) So I came up with some affirmation cards because I took your course about how to make journals, even though I haven't done that yet. But but you have affirmation cards about Mm -hmm. money. And I was like, you know what? I can do some affirmation cards pertaining to my business. And originally they were going to be about fitness. So it's always going to be just fitness related motivation. So Mm -hmm. it's about making it through and going with your goal. But as I started making them, I was like, you know what? this needs to apply to everyone because yeah. everyone's not necessarily working out all the time. They ain't trying to be like <laughs> me. So I made it just a general deck. So the work hard half is about just affirmations about fitness. You're just being in, being faithful. It's about money. You have some self-awareness, just mental health kind of stuff in there. And then the praise heart are all scriptures about having your faith, keeping the faith in God. So I did want to thank you for that yes. inspiration because, yes, I did get the idea from you. And I was like, how can I, how can I relate to my business? And I yeah, was like, it's such a great addition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do yeah. you have a deck in front of you? So thank how do you, you enjoy yours? I love it because I pick, so I have the purple and teal deck. You guys can see that. Super cute because I pick a card from my deck every morning. To put on my computer just to give me that money motivation but this adds in a little extra one because I think like with my spirituality it's different I I get filled <laughs> with the spirit different than other people but this helps me because if I find a scripture that I'm not familiar with it gives me like that little bible study where I can actually look it up and see a little bit more about the meaning or read more about that scripture and then definitely your quotes help So Mm -hmm. I'll read one. It says, I will not compare my life to others just as there is no comparison to the sun and the moon. We will all shine when it's our time. Now that's right there. See, that was a perfect one to pick because Mm -hmm. in this time, comparison is the devil. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We have social media that is so, like at our fingertips and everyone thinks things are so instant. 
but it is not. (laughs) Like I have been working towards this for so long and a lot of new people come on and like, oh my gosh, you're doing this so awesome. And I'm like, but they've probably only been watching for a year. And and to them, it seems like I've had it all together, but I know there's highs and lows in business. So really definitely love your deck really put together really nicely. And I love that you offer different colors and as always, if any there's any way that I can support you, I am here and I love what you are doing and I'm so happy for you and you are being a blessing to so many people out here. So again, guys, this is Tionda Wins, the founder of Work Hard, Praise Hard, and we are signing out until next time. Bye guys. Bye. <laughs>